Hey, Peter, what do you know about this? that but yeah bro try a triage <laughs> i'm adam Annis, and i'm peter martin and you're listening to the you'll hear podcast daily music advice and medical um sustenance coming at you it's a triage it's, it's a an triage. emergency uh, we what is a triage? A triage is when you... I don't know. I was going you know to really... I was going <laughs> to no, modern was, jackass my way to this, but I don't... I actually don't. Well, I was thinking of like triage is, yeah, it's, a, it's an emergency, but then we're going to triage it, which basically means we're going to stick you in the corner until something even even yeah. a, even a bigger emergency we're going to sure. deal with first, right? I know it, it's, a, it's a way... It's like a de-escalization <laughs> of yeah. a real emergency. Someone... So I know there's plenty of people who know exactly what a triage is. In fact, we could just Google it. We have computers right in front of us, <laughs> but we're too lazy. No, we're old uh, school, man. No, but I know what it is in general. It's it's a way to organize like uh, uh, an emergency situation where yeah. there's three things to do. I don't know what those three things are. Uh, but, but is that what your idea with this with the triad, the three things? No, I you know what? It, I was yeah. thinking of clever things with the triad and the triage. It is clever. You know, no, it's absolutely clever. Don't don't backpedal it now, <laughs> no, clever guy. Man. I just have no idea what it means. <laughs> uh, but we are triaging the triads today. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're going to help folks with. Look, this is this is actually important because triad is basically everybody thinks they know, but everyone gets into trouble with it. And yeah. sometimes it's easier to go as you get more advanced to go into more advanced concepts and talk about. Oh, you can do this. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these fancy voice things, but 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 what about straight triad? That can sound yeah, what can plain you, and like everybody else. Right? What can you get out of these straight triads? It's, it can be a very powerful tool. I don't know if you do this even in your jazz playing, but sometimes like if I'm feeling like we're all putting so many like extensions and it's getting crazy, yeah. Like sometimes I might I might do a whole solo that's based around triad voicings or yes. something, just because I want it to to change you know yep. so you gotta you gotta know how to deal with these tries and then if you ever get into like a pop gig situation they don't always want to hear that no. in fact they rarely want to hear that. they never want to hear that yeah. after they hear that they're like can do you hear the door as it slams behind you but on your way out they also don't want you want to hear all the time no no especially not like that yeah no. so we have some creative ways that you can use triads to get more out of them and really become more of a complete basic chord player than you already are. I like uh, to think about this as, you know, like when we go to some, like you're saying, putting alterations, all this, sometimes it's putting a hat on a hat on a hat, right? It is definitely putting a hat. And then just going straight triad sometimes is just going au naturel, as a, a follically impaired gentleman, as myself would say. Radical acceptance. You're just accepting right. exactly what you have. So beautiful too. Yeah. Okay. So I like how you looked up to the the heavenly to the skies. Heavens, yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I already got. I'm too. <laughs> I'm too jazzy. You're back in hell, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna keep it simple. So there are four different things we can do with triads to really kind of open your mind and get you at like a solid base of of being a good triad player as a pianist or even just as a musician. Like the cool thing about triads are they are simple. There's only three notes, so there's only so many options. Yep. And even if you play saxophone or the bass or the drums, it's good to know how to do these. Things and make them sound good so that you're not just plucking your hand down root position voicings the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that you want to learn are the closed voicings and inversions for all the triads. Closed voicings and inversions so for all the triads. You know what a closed ver- voicing is, yes. of course. It's a voicing that's within an octave. It's the closest possible uh, uh, distance between each note of the triad. So here in C, our very simple closed voicing is C, E, G, right? 
very basic. But knowing the inversions is can, is where like this comes next level, right? So E G C is the next inversion up, G C E of course. And so once we know these closed voicings and inversions, it we can get away from going the same shape, jumping around. And right. what do you mean, just can I stop you there and say, by knowing them, oh, Lord of triadic tre- uh, treason, treasonous triadic um, uh, triage, yeah, yeah. what do you mean by know them? <laughs> I mean, like, actually not have to think about them, but right. be able to just play them at at will <clears throat> whenever you think, I need a C, these three different Cs are available to you at all times. Right. Or, I mean, a, or a B, or a B flat, or an A, or an A flat. So you want to be able to hear them? You want to be able to feel them? You definitely want to be able to hear them. There's a difference between, there's a different character between that and yep you know this is a very strong you hear that all the time um that's just a different vibe yep and this is more of a i don't know that's more of like a last chord yeah and i think if you for non-pianists too you you can arpeggiate these as you you know i mean you can certainly sit down yeah. you should sit down well and everything we're well. talking about you can break up any way you want if you're playing you know or um or or just or whatever you yeah. want to do rhythmically, that's we, we won't talk about that today. We just really want to talk about how to structure these. Yep. Okay, so if we have our basic closed triad and we have all our inversions, all of a sudden a, a chord progression like one, five, six, four becomes a little more interesting because we can try to keep it as close to each other as possible. Uh, now I'm putting a bass note too in my left hand. Let me just note too, you're saying closed. Some people think close. Closed. Closed with a D. Right, so instead of going up to G B E for the G for the five chord, yeah. I'm gonna go B D G. Sounds like you're doing a little voice leading within your triage situation. That's exactly there, what son. we're going for is better voice leading. The A minor is root position A C E, and then the F we just move one note. Right, so this boring silly <laughs> becomes this beautiful. You know, and you can do that with any of these inversions. Whatever's close. Like, it's fun to practice, can I keep it close? Yeah. This is how you really get to know these inversions so they become second nature. Yeah. What about this? Would this qualify? Just so they know. That is not close. That yeah. is terrible. Okay. Yeah, that's not great voice leading, though. It's not great. You know I mean? It's no voice leading. So, and, and... As it were. Like, the goal of this, too, is not, like... And we're not saying everything has to be like minimal movement between chords. Minimal movement yeah. between chords. No, you no. just want to have the option. If yep. you don't know how to do that yet, that's something you're going to want to know how to do. All right, our second way to, to play triads that uh, you might want to know about is the opposite of closed voicing. That's open voicings. That's when the notes of the triad are gr- farther apart than at least an octave. So our C, E, G becomes C, G, with E above it, right? This right. is beautiful open sound. The piano's ringing a lot. Now, we can't play this with one hand, so if we do our four-note voicing here, with we still have the bass note, the root in the left hand. Right, I have C, G, E. Uh, my bottom two notes are just Cs in octaves in the left hand, and my top two notes in the right hand are G and E. If we continue on with our chord progression... Automatically, if we are staying within these open voicings and trying to, to not move around too much, we're going to have great voice leading. Right? I like it. So I got the root in my left hand at the very bottom, and then I have these open voicings. And we can do it, from again, from any inversion.
all of these are so much better than you know what yeah. I mean all are more musical and then we can start mixing closed and open voicings wicked chicka wicked chicka remix like here's a closed C you know open A or sorry open G closed A minor and open F you know yeah. mixing these together it's not it's not a sin it's not against the uh, we'll still be looking up to the to the heavens yeah so I guess so, the Methodist or Lutherans are all cool with it right yeah. right Methodist Methodist whatever it's all good so if you let me ask you this I don't know if I'm jumping ahead go ahead but and, and trying to get to the front of the triage line but <laughs> within the same concept don't know what that means where you're putting um, you know you're opening it up and maybe having the bass note or even doubling dopio with the bass note. Yeah, definitely. But what about like, could we do some some open voicings? Would this be considered when you're not having the root down of the bass? Ah, so you are jumping ahead. That's number oh, that? four. We'll oh, get sorry. there. We'll get I'm there. Sorry. Those are slash sl- the slash bass. The slash. Oh, bass. I thought slash bass. You were talking about like. Oh yeah, no, similar, but it's okay. but it's really uh, even if it's within the triad, if it's within okay. the triad, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's we're, a little foreshadowing. I mean, if we don't tell people where we're going, they're going to tune out. You know, we like have, and subscribe, like and subscribe. We have hours of discussions before we record each episode. <laughs> As so you can see, it's, it's curious that you brought that up. <laughs> uh, no, we'll get there. But uh, okay. before we get there, I want to get to number three, which is the 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 use of neighboring notes. So if we have Ooh. our C triad here, any note diatonically, any of the white keys in the C major scale are fair game as long as they're a neighbor to one of the notes in the triad. So if I take this, you know, the most common thing is like the sus, right? Where the E becomes an F. Or the E goes down to a D. You hear this sound a lot, right? But it works with any of these. The G can come to an A, the G can come to an F, which doesn't sound that great, but it's possible. The C can go down to a B, or the C can go up to a D. This is such a cool way to not just switch up the, the texture of the chord and get out of just the straight triad, but of of move, movement, adding movement to your triad. So instead of just, you know, you can do little things like, that kind of, like having these little melodies that are happening inside the triad because you're using the neighbor notes. Again, even on our G, we're in the key of C, so again, any of the white keys are in play. As long as they're a neighbor to one of the notes in the triad. And you could do two. Surround them. You know, our jazz musicians will know that this is like an enclosure. You know, use them as just a way to... Up in the middle there. Or you could just stay on one. I mean, that changes the quality of the chord in some cases, but this is like your first step into getting outside of triads, but it's still very closely related because you're just moving one of the notes, one note over in any direction. Yeah. And it's still a triad. And it's still a triad. It's still a triad. three notes. So it's But a, but these are going to be your interesting places that you go back and forth. So you want to get to not only to hear them, totally. but to hear how they relate to that basic triad. It's just a great way to add movement. You can really come up with some really pretty things, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's our neighbor notes concept. And that works with open voicings as well. You can do the same kind of... Still sounds great. Adding movement, adding some different colors to the chords. It's a, it's a cool way to kind of mess with your triads. All right, our fourth way, Peter already uh, spoiled this one. But I'm sorry. It's slash chords. And we start with just using notes from the triad itself. Yep. So you can turn this C into like a C over G. 
just by changing that bass note, right? That's why these four note voicings come in handy so well. Where you have the bass in the left hand on the triad in the right, or the, the bass always on the, as the anchor and then splitting that open voicing up. Because then you could just switch that bass note down to one. And this really helps us craft interesting bass lines so that we can mess with the root movement, you know? Yes. You know what I mean? And then, then, and then you've got it because you were playing around with the neighbor tones. Right. You, and all the neighbor uh, tones are still in play. Yeah. And so before that, even before we were moving the bass, like that's getting some melody in the middle. This is really a third junction point. For sure. F- you know, for, for having counter melodies going with different directions is fun. Because awesome. I was even thinking, like you said, the I think the one you did, the C over G. Yeah. And then to, to the G. Yeah. But it could be like... Um, that's right. And then you go down to the root because I always think like when I first learned like I was learning jazz, but I also learned some like classical theory when I was like I don't know ninth grade or something. I remember figured bass. You ever learn figured bass? Of course, confusing yeah. AF. Hashtag Six four. Confusing AF. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's just funny because I was like they, they're not they're thinking uh, and. and I realized when I started hearing how that harmony moved, yeah. like not just static, like it started to make sense. I'm like, why would you be hearing what diatonically the scale degrees you're going off of the root note and not the bass? I mean, the bass note and not the root note. Because right. in jazz, we're always thinking about the root, whether it's there or not. I mean, if I'm playing this, I'm hearing it off. Right. And so if I say sharp nine, I'm not like sharp nine from the lowest note I happen to be playing in the voice. Right, 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 right. But figured basses. That's yeah. very confusing. It is, yeah. But they're, but they're, but with that way of playing and hearing, it's like, it's explaining something that's constantly moving horizontally in terms of, yes, there's, exactly. yeah. you're explaining a, 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 a snapshot vertically, but it's about all those melodic movements, which is what we're starting to do. So here. I'm, I'm glad you brought up counterpoint and some of this classical stuff, because one of the, the caveats, I think, with this uh, slash chords thing is if the third is the 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 root like if we're playing the c i actually don't like to if it's if e is the root i don't like to include e anywhere else in the chord that's a i agree that's a double that's almost guaranteed to be weak it's going to weaken the entire integrity of the chord so if i have uh, the third in the bass for anything i'm usually going to either double then the root or the fifth so here i have e on the bass and then i have g c e it's a much stronger chord. You could also, instead of playing that, like here is E and then E, G, C, totally weakening the chord, you could use the nine. I was that's, that, I was already hearing that, yeah. That's yeah, the, that's that, the yeah. dope. That's the rich sauce right yep, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm getting this in like Bruce Hornsby. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know yeah. Exactly. That's great. So uh, we're going to send a link here to... I have a YouTube video about all this, too, if you want to check it out yes. uh, on our YouTube page. And there's a PDF that goes along with it. So if you want to learn more about this... Yeah, it's all about pop triads and dealing with that. We're going to be doing some more of this simple stuff, too, because it's something I'm super interested in. And we have yeah. talked a lot about it. And I know we have a lot of players on here that play all kinds of music. So We, we should probably do like our top seven... Uh, uses of straight triad, and six of those will be Keith Jarrett, most likely. But, he's so uh, good at it. I'm mean, talking about really, someone who understands classical harmony and how he's to a use master basic at it. stuff. Yeah. And we could even pull some of his classical, like his Mozart recordings, where he's like, where he's actually playing triads because the music necessity because it's written there. Yeah. 
Well, this awesome. was fun, man. Yeah, I feel I feel like the bleeding has stopped now. I feel fully triaged. Like I got like a band aid. I feel like now I'm ready to enter the actual emergency room. I've been triaged. I've got. I've waited my place in line. I've learned my four basic voicings for triads, and I'm ready to go. We'll see how it goes on the next gig. We'll see how simple you can be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're brought to you by OpenStudioJazz.com, open and we just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. We don't do that enough. Do you know that? We do do that enough. No, we don't. I mean, well, well, we shout out to them after they praise us. That's easy to do. How about, you know what? Okay. It feels great. How about instead of normally we're reading all our great reviews, we're going to skip that today. We're going to go to a bad one. Oh, we're going to go shout to a, I was going to go to a good one. All right. Well, you can do that next, but I'm going to go negative. So we had a comment from Byron Lovelace. First of all, that's a great name. If what what real, is it again? Byron Lovelace. Uh, so, that's got to be I'm a. I'm so envious of that. It name. sounds like a, like a groove guitarist from Milwaukee, you know. Um, these videos are enjoyable, but please do not start playing the piano when somebody's trying to speak. Often Adam starts playing and going into the zone when Peter is trying to make a point. It's yeah. just rude and frustrating. Stop doing that. <laughs> Actually, no, it's the other way around. Often Peter starts playing and going to the zone when Adam is, well, whatever. Same difference. <laughs> so anyway, we love you, whether it's positive or negative. And, um, you know, on that note, you'll hear it. What? Uh. Bam. What? Uh. Uh. Byron Lovelace, he don't like me to play behind Adam, but now Adam's playing behind me. What? Byron Lovelace came up in Milwaukee, uh, moved south to Chicago. What? <laughs> ah, I got Alex. You got Alex. I like when Alex goes. 